Welcome to the first chapter of Mesilus Shisharim. We're going to start off our study of this chapter with one of the most famous sentences in the uh, works of Jewish ethics. Yesod Hasidus, the foundation of saintliness. Beshurosh Havoda Tmima, and the root of perfect service, who she is borrowing his amates, is that a person should clarify and should verify Eitzalam to himself, Machovasabalama, what his duty is in his world. And towards what he should direct, his outlook and his ambition, and all that he does, all the work that he puts in, all the days of his life. Okay, so there it is in broad. Let's break this down a little bit and see all the different concepts that are contained in this short sentence. So let's start off with the beginning. The foundation of saintliness and the root of perfect service of Hashem. So in addition to these letters, okay, forming an acronym for the name of Hashem, um, what is the point of this duplication? Right, what's the difference between the foundation of, of saintliness and the root of perfect service of Hashem? Right? Is this just a poetic um, you know, adaptation of the idea, an attempt to state it twice in order to make it sound better, or is there a difference between this idea? So Reb Volvi, uh, a famous uh, rabbi okay, of the Musser school of thought, uh, has a beautiful explanation for this. He says, if you look at these words, right, we have two different ideas here. We have yesod, a foundation, and we have shoresh, uh, a root. Now, there's a difference between a foundation of something and the root of something. A foundation is the first step in a building process. And in the process of building, it's uh, sequential, right? You have one brick, then you stick another brick, then you stick another brick on top of that. And that is how you build a building. With a root, on the other hand, you plant the seed and then provided that the right uh, conditions are, are in place, it has good soil, there's sufficient rain, there's sufficient you know, nutrients, okay, whatever, I'm sorry, I'm not a gardening person, but whatever the various different conditions that are needed in order for the seed to grow, it will then sprout forth, grow roots, and eventually grow into a beautiful plant or tree, whatever it is designed to grow into. But these are two very different types of processes. One is organic, it happens naturally, and one is sequential, just requiring one step after another. When a person uh, studies, when a person grows and learns uh, both how to be a better person and, and Torah in general, there are two different ways by which a person um, grows and, and develops this, the skills and the concepts that they need to become a better person. Part of it is sequential, right? It's, it's this idea of a foundation. We, we learn important concepts, foundational ideas, and then we learn additional facts, and our facts build one upon another. So, for example, right, if a person wanted to study halacha, Jewish law, what you would need to do is, right, you start at the beginning of the Shulchan Aruch, the code of Jewish law, you learn the first law, then you learn the second law, then you learn the third law, and you eventually build up uh, this edifice 
of a beautiful knowledge of halacha. But if you learn the first halacha, and then you never go on and study that second halacha, you never, you know, you're stuck knowing one law. It doesn't build into, they do, you can use it as a foundation to build greater things, but if you leave it there, you will accomplish nothing else. The second uh, idea, the idea of planting on their hand, their hand is very different. It's not, it's not a sequential idea. There are things that we learn at a certain point in our life, and then as we grow, those ideas sprout forth, and provided right, we're in the right circumstances, they will grow within us in the same way that a seed will grow into a beautiful plant in the right environment. The, an example of this would be maybe kindness. Right? When I was a child, uh, my father right, did many things okay, to teach me how to be a kind person. So for example, he would take me with him when he would go to deliver food for poor, for poor people for Pesach with Tumchei Shabbos. Now that experience, um, the way I saw it as a, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11 year old kid, it was fun and it probably taught me a lesson at the time uh, about the importance of caring for others. But over time, as I grew up, and that sprouted forth, right? That idea that that seed that had been planted about our responsibility to other people, our need to be kind to others, became, okay, a much stronger idea as time went on, okay, and I was able to grow uh, in, 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 uh, as, a, as a person, as you know, just as becoming, an old, becoming older and experiencing more of life, that idea that I had been taught constantly applied itself to new situations, to different scenarios that would occur through my life as a natural process. So when we learn this book, when we try to grow and become better people, we need to understand that there are two different processes to our growth. There are ideas that we need to know, and we need to use things like this book, the Mizilus Sharm, in order to learn the concepts that we will need for our growth. But at the same time, there is also, we need to have ideas that are going to become lodged within our, within our brains, that will become part of us. And as we develop new scenarios in life, as we react to new situations and our life changes, they will expand and they will help us to uh, react in a better way and in, in, in a growing way to all different types of new situations. So that's the first idea. A second idea that is very important to take out of um, this first sentence is the idea of a person has to understand what his duty is in his world. It doesn't say what his duty is in the world. Right? It's not a generic, okay, this is you know, the duty of a man in the world, or by the way, to be clear, using man here in the generic sense, not to differentiate it. It's not about men or women. Um, a person, right? the, 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 the duty of a person in the world is um, not a generic thing. Every person has their own duty in their own world. None of us experience the world in the same way. We all have different situations that come up in our lives. Some people have easier lives, some people have harder lives. Everybody has different struggles. Everybody has different strengths and weaknesses. And in figuring out our duty, um, we need to know what our world looks like. We need to know the universe in which we personally exist in. 
And then we need to use it to figure out what our duty is based on the circumstances we find ourselves in, the strengths which we are naturally born with, the weaknesses which are our challenges to overcome, and the various other factors that make up our lives. That's idea number two. The third idea that we should take out of this first sentence is, right, is, let's actually take a step back, right? Let's go through the whole sentence and then we get to the third idea. In the, the, if a person is trying to reach, right, saintliness, they're trying to reach perfect service of Hashem, right? We have a goal. We understand that our goal is to become the absolute best people that we can. When I am reading this book, I need to understand that when the Ramchal wrote it, he wrote it to help me achieve my potential, okay, to become the best I can be. And, uh, and with the start of that, okay, the first idea, okay, which is going to help us get to that point, is understanding what my duty is in my world. And our last idea of the sentence, how it affects um, our, both our broad goals and the specific application it has to each event in our life. We have a tendency to think of individual moments in our lives as lacking in importance. What's the big deal if I chill out and watch a half hour of Netflix or three hours of Netflix? What's the big deal if, you know, I goof off today, you know, or I mouth back, okay, to a parent or a friend or a spouse? And if I do, you know, one thing that's either imperfect or maybe just not trying to achieve uh you know, goodness and right proper goals, what's the big deal? The answer is that if a person is trying to achieve greatness, we need to look at every single action in our life and we need to understand how that fits into the overall goal we're trying to achieve. Now, that doesn't mean that a person never should relax and never should, you know, take the time to Google off and take it easy, but one should do it within the context of what we're trying to achieve. Right? I want to, like, in order to become the best person I can be, I need to be a healthy, stable human being. And therefore, I need breaks and I need time off and I need to be able to relax. All those things are important, but they should be done as a way of achieving my goal. There's a very big difference between a person um, di- drifting and not focusing on important things in life because they don't recognize the importance of each individual action in their life. And a, person, and a person realizing, I want to achieve my goals, and therefore, sometimes that means I take a break. And sometimes, but when it's not the right time, then I need to do other things. And either by doing so, every single action becomes part of my overall plan for how I'm going to grow and become the best possible person I can be. And doing so, by really focusing in, by having that, that um, you know, presence, that, that focus on each moment, that understanding that every single thing I do in my life is important and has to be part of my overall plan. If a person does that, that okay, is part of the foundation to being able to achieve um, our the, the levels of being becoming the holiest person we can be and achieving the best service of Hashem. In other words, fully achieving our potential as human beings and Jews. Uh, everybody have a wonderful evening and we'll pick up tomorrow with the next lesson.